Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of H++. I'd like to welcome back my wonderful guests, Luke, Asher, and Matt. Matt was out sick, unfortunately, last week, and we are very, very happy to, to see him back in the studio today. Hey, Nick. You know, always glad to be back. You know, special welcome back to Matt. Of course, I love being here, and it's even better when we get Matt back. Thanks, guys. I enjoy being here, too. We always have some great conversations. NASA scientists and engineers have developed dozens of life-changing and ultra-useful inventions as they race to beat the Soviets to the moon. In this episode, we look at why they were developed and how they are being used today. One of the most strangely controversial stories of the time was the manufacturing of the Fisher space pen. Luke, can you tell our listeners about this? Absolutely. So there are a couple different stories that float around. Um, it's primarily an urban legend. Uh, the story that generally goes around is the Americans spent, it'll be, some people say hundreds of thousands, some people say millions, hundreds of millions, billion dollars. None of that's true, but they say just outrageous amounts of money on developing a space pen. No way, that's really true? Hundreds of millions of dollars? It's not, none the slightest. But the punchline of this story is that the Russians just used a pencil, which also wouldn't work, and after the first launch, they didn't. They realized there were tons of problems with it and never went back to it. The real story is that after a few years, they realized that pens just weren't cutting it, and they needed a new way to record information on paper in space. So Fisher, the Fisher Pen Company, decided he would develop something that would work for it. So he did. No cost to the ta taxpayer. He didn't want anything from Congress but for them to buy the pens for NASA. But what he, the one thing that he did want was a, to legitimize the pen as a historical item to help sell it. And uh, so he had Congress put it into the record that such and such pen was created on such and such a date to uh, for the use of space and NASA, and it's now going to be the official pen of NASA and the space program. So that's what happened, and uh, it was an expensive pen. It cost about $4 each, and at the time that was quite a bit. But the, the whole story is a little bit, I mean, false. It, it serves a great purpose, but it's just not realistic. Even the pen, even the punchline of the pencil wouldn't work in real life, even if all of it was true, because the Russians just couldn't do it. All the splinters and graphite floating around could get in the astronauts' eyes, screw up filters. It's just not practical. So that's why they had to invent a space pen, is because they didn't want to have the graphite, you know, have issues with graphite and health issues in space itself. Well, that and at the time, fountain pens wouldn't work because they depended too much on gravity. Yeah, like. Modern, even modern ballpoint pens, you have to have gravity to do it. If you're in low G, like in space, like, it's just not going to come out. Exactly. There needs to be some kind of pressure pushing the ink out on the roller ball, which is why it's a pressurized ink capsule that's used. And it's still used today, even though we're not going to space as much as we used to, in space and other places. Yeah, another place for it is deep sea diving because the pen actually is waterproof as well. It they've found waterproof paper, believe it or not, that stuff's real, and deep sea divers will just use it to write out notes and whatever it is they need to do down there. So researchers or saturation divers who work on uh fixing oil pipelines and stuff can make notes and they don't just have to remember everything or have to review hours of footage from their dive to figure out what they were trying to remember or take note of. It's pretty useful. I'm really glad the space program came up with it. How about you guys? I think it's a rather interesting story itself and I'm happy you actually told it, Luke. 
There are many other technologies that were created as a direct result of the space race. Here are some of these inventions. You know, I'm a simple man of simple pleasures. Nothing beats a good night of sleep. And I've never been closer to sleeping on a cloud than when I've slept on memory foam. So I have to give a special thank you to NASA. You know, NASA invented this to make cushions a little bit safer for their astronauts. And as a result, I get to sleep like a baby every night. Much to the likes of the fascinating story that Luke told us earlier as to the Fisher space pen, uh, Velcro is another gripping story that many people oftentimes don't naturally know about that actually came out as a result of the space race. Well, first of all, I like what you did with the gripping story of Velcro. I thought that was pretty clever. Um, but yeah, I think Velcro is an amazing story. It's one of those things that you don't think about so much. It's it's just everywhere. Um, so what originally happened was they were trying to figure out a way for uh, astronauts to just kind of set stuff down, the, kind of the equivalent of us setting stuff down on a table or a desk, just kind of like, oh, we'll come back to it, but for now let me set that there so I can do th go do this other thing. Um, and there wasn't really a material that would work well for that in zero-G. So the story that I've been told is that uh, one day a NASA scientist was out on the beach and he was coming back to his car, wrapping up, and he was wearing his socks as he walked back and uh, he was going through the kind of brush of it, like the grasses and stuff. And when he got back to his car, his socks were just covered in those little burrs with the little hooks on them and stuff that just seemed to stick to all of your clothes. And he realized he could use that. So he took that same concept of the hook and loop that isn't really a loop, but you can just kind of push together and it latches on really well. So he took that concept, created Velcro, and uh, it was originally designed for the space program, of course, but now it's really been adapted to everything from firefighter, structural firefighting equipment to kids' shoes. It, it's amazing just how ubiquitous this has become. Uh, I'd also like to point out that when it was patented in 55, it was velvet crochet versus velcro which is really interesting like we've seen mo we all know what vo modern velcro looks like if you haven't seen it like you've, you've been living with your head in the sand or something but to think that it started as like a piece of velvet or something and some crochet like that's just incredible to me we here at H++ are all very thankful for the technology and innovation that occurred during the space race. Without the space race, we might not have Velcro or even a comfy mattress to go to sleep on every day, or technology like the smartphone or Raspberry Pi that was created as a direct result of NASA's effort to miniaturize their technology. I would like to thank everyone for joining in our discussion today. I would also like to thank my amazing guests, Luke, Asher, and Matt, for their contributions to today's episode.